what do we do? What needs to be done first? What needs to be done second? You know, wh- what is the list of priorities and how those things work? Helping the family get through it. You know, everyone kind of knows the basics, but we did put together that survivor's checklist because that way you don't have to think about it. a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedell is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on the Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the Retirement Fitness Plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on Processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. It's The Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedell, a podcast about finding ways to help you become financially fit for your future, no matter what financial shape you're in now. It is never fun to face your own mortality, and it's more important now than ever when it comes to planning ahead and helping your family through this decision-making process. Boy, do we know about this topic. The best way to achieve this is by taking a lot of the guesswork out, and we're going to get right to it, talking about legacy planning for your family and your loved ones. This is Leanne Sedell, and here to help us with all our questions and to give us some guidance to stay in the best financial shape possible, the retirement trainer, Ed Sedell. Hi, Ed. Hey, Leanne. Yeah, you know what? You're right. This this is uh, an important topic, you know, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, you and I are... And, dealing with this for, you know, with our own families, but, you know, not only that, you know, with a lot of friends and, and clients, and it just seems like this is kind of a, a very important topic. As a matter of fact, I, I, we're writing an article on this for Kiplingers. I think it comes out at, uh, so right now this is the last day of September. I think it comes out the last week of October. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, the, um, survivor's checklist. And we actually do have a checklist that we give to anybody and everybody um, as to what to do when things happen, but I thought it was important kind of to to lay the groundwork as to what to do before that time comes. Well, and, and impressing upon the fact that when you're no longer here, and I pray that, you know, you do have all these details taken care yeah. of because there's nothing more stressful on a family than what happens afterwards. And if you have all of those things put together, if you have everything, and I'm not, you're, you're never going to be able to plan for every detail, but we've given you a good outline. Yeah. 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 And, and you're exactly right. And, you know, some of the, the basic stuff, just the, 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 the basic estate planning, you know, this isn't, you know, we're not giving any kind of legal advice. I mean, this is just, you know, these are the things that you want to make sure that you have in place, just a basic will or a trust, you know, whatever it is, everyone's situation is different, but you know, you want to make sure that you clearly outline what you want to have happen. Yeah. And you know, when we meet with our clients on an annual basis, we always do as part of that, even as part of what 
is in our process for our binder delivery, we sit down and we go through and we look at all the beneficiaries. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. It, well, today, today, right? We we just a new couple we just started working with. And, you know, we said, hey, you know, let's go ahead and look at your life insurance policy and, you know, go ahead and pull it. Let's pull the beneficiaries. And he said, I'm so glad you had us do that because my mom was still the beneficiary and, you know, it should be, you know, my wife yeah. and, and they've been married for 35 years. And so, I mean, those are the, and that happens more often than you think. Oh, for sure. And, and understanding, like, I, I know a lot of people, they, they don't know the, the ins and outs of leaving it to their minor children. And I'm, I'm talking about, yeah, you know, and, and it, the problems that that causes, yes. right. You know, and they're like, well, we'll just go ahead and, you know, leave it to our friends or my brother or my sister. And, there's good and bad things, right? I mean, the bad thing is, is that, well, liens, judgments, creditors, God forbid, divorce, you know, it, yeah. it's now their asset. And so your kids or your loved ones, whoever you intend that to go to, it may not get to them. And and so having things titled properly, understanding what you want to have done and going to um, a professional that can help you outline that is is imperative to, to making sure that things go where they need to go. But it's not just the assets, right? I mean, the two things that people fight over most when that time comes is everyone says, well, money. Well, yes, but you know, we've seen it firsthand. Um, it's not so much the money, it's the healthcare, right? I mean, the, the you know, DNR, the do not resuscitate or resuscitate, which is the living will, yep. right? Depending on, it's either a DNR statement or a living will, depending on what state that you live in and what you want to have done in I've actually told people you're selfish if you're not deciding for your loved ones what you want to have happen. You're, you know, and, and people don't even want to talk about it, but you know, it's it's selfish even to the point of being cruel because it has torn families apart. You know, mom told me this, and well, yeah, well, mom told me that. Well, you know, sibling after sibling back and forth. Well, take the guesswork out, take the stress off of the family and say, this is what is going to happen. You may or may not like it, but this way you don't have to decide because someone else already decided for you. Uh, and that is so important. Well, and and so we're going to get right to it because I do want to make sure we're following a really good outline here. Yeah. And but, so that, this is kind of step one, right? Well, is having the estate plan in place and powers of attorney for healthcare and for finance, you know, making sure that you do have that living will and checking that every year you should check the beneficiaries, make sure that they're up to date. Can't tell you how many, we manage a lot of 401k plans for companies and people make mistakes and, you know, they go through and they're like, I know for sure that I put, you know, my husband on as the beneficiary. It's not there. Well, that's, this is why you check it every year, right? Because you, and you know, technology, things happen and you just want to make sure that everything is up to date. Yep. So again, this is going to give you a good outline, but what I'm going to strongly encourage whoever your financial advisor, your estate planner, it is something that go ahead and schedule that appointment now mm -hmm. and make sure that you get a hold of, we do have a checklist, happy to share our survivor's checklist Absolutely. with anybody who's listening. So, um, and this will, and, and again, going to your article, a lot of that follows suit in there. So what, what whatever we talk about here, we do have paperwork to back it up. So yep. let's and, go ahead. And, and these are general rules, right? I mean, obviously you, you want to talk to your your uh, attorney uh, to, to get the professional stuff done. But I mean, these are some of the basics, um, making sure that your everything is titled properly. You know, it's, 
you know, pay on death, transfer on death, beneficiaries are up to date. Um, and, and here's the thing with a lot of trust, you know, when we go through and we, we start working with a new family um, or, or new, uh, new individual and we're reviewing their estate planning documents, how many times have they had a trust and it's not funded? <laughs> right. Um, and so yeah. making sure just because you have a trust doesn't mean that everything's in place. You want to make sure that the the attorney puts together a funding letter, which is how your assets should be titled. And that is important because otherwise your wishes may not be followed. So having having your your trust funded, having everything titled properly is is so important. And the reason is you want to avoid probate, you know, and because probate is a tax and depending on on uh, what county you're in uh, and what state you're in. Um, you know, it can be anywhere from, from two to 4% of the value of your estate. So anything that has a beneficiary or beneficiary type statement typically avoids probate. And that's why you want to work with a professional just to make sure that everything is done properly. And transfer upon death is really important on, you know, I'm going to talk about car titles and house titles, those types of things. They give funding letters and they're going to address anything that you discuss with your estate attorney, he's going to address it with those funding letters, but make sure they that the to-dos that he provides you with when you leave there- Actually get done. They actually get done. Because <laughs> um, that is one thing that we do when we have them in our, we actually say, we got your to-do letters from your estate attorney and the things that, that we're going to make sure that- it's going to be part of our checklist when you come in for your review. That's or your right. Binder that's right. Yeah. So. And and so that's so what we just thought. That's really kind of step one. Step two is, you know, communicate your 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 plan, your wishes to your loved ones. You know, or at least you know who's going to be in charge of your estate. And this is so important. You know, whatever your long term care wishes are, you know, your living will. It, it's it's important to have it in writing. But you you know, this is part of your overall plan. I mean, it should be written. Without a doubt, so that there's absolutely zero question as to what should be done. But, you know, you want to talk to to your family about it. Say, hey, you know what? This is uncomfortable. I get it. I don't even like talking about it, but this is what we need to do. You know, if this happens, I want to stay in my home or, you know what, I don't want to, to put you through that. And so, you know, here's the plan to protect the assets um, and I'm okay if I go into a facility. Yep. And the other thing I'm going to talk about that is kind of... Um uh, pre-step is a lot of people don't have control over when those those times happen. And it's important that a family member that, for instance, this is a big deal, but prescriptions that you're on. When you go to the doctors and you get to a point, it is important that you have. I think we're going to address that up here in the future, but, um, or coming up here in step three, but it is important. You have those conversations regarding healthcare and you need to know all of that detail. Yeah. And, and, and that really is, you know, step three. So, you know, have, have a list of all your prescriptions, the dosage, who the prescribing doctor is, the pharmacy. Um, and so that that way, when you're going to, to take care of someone, you know, what's going on. Um, and it's a, here's the other thing too, social media accounts, writing down, you know, the the accounts, what your ID, your password is, so that you can shut them down. There's there's nothing worse than, you know, getting a uh, a birthday notification of, you know, your spouse or a loved one that's passed because you, you know, you can't shut it off. Yeah, um, so, you know, making a list of all those things as basic as that seems, it is so very very important. Well, if we were to uh, if we were to base everything off the amount of passwords that we have, I know a, a lot of a, a lot of people have 
a similar or same kind of password, but from one thing to the next, they're going to need, sometimes you're not 90 years old, sometimes you're 70 years old and those things come up. It's important that you have them all written down. Or 50. I can tell you from experience on my end, when my dad passed away, it was so important. My sister is one of the most incredible people, but she's very involved in my helping my mom yes. with her um, daily blessing. paying of her bills and paying attention. But my dad had a full book. He had a book, not just for our benefit and not just for my sister's benefit now, but she, he had a book written down because it it's hard to remember all these passwords. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to have them written down. So this can be something that is, if you're not already putting it to practice and you're expecting that your computer is going to save your password and that you can just forgot password, if you forget it the next time you go in, just write them down. Just write them down in a book, someplace safe at home, and let somebody know where you place that. That's right. Um, yeah. You're, you know what? That's a great idea. And that should be part of your estate planning yeah. you know, documents. Yeah, we have and it your financial in our, plan. I mean, it's part of the overall thing. Yeah, we have it in our binder. We do. We just we do. recently added that component because we did realize this is this is important. Social media, your bills, everything that you do on your computer, which is a lot, especially now, or on your phone for those that use their phone. Anyway, yeah, and you know, then when that time comes, right when we all you know go to to meet our maker, everyone's overwhelmed. Right. Um, what do we do? What needs to be done first? What needs to be done second? You know, wh- what is the list of priorities? And, you know, everyone kind of knows the basics, but we did put together that survivor's checklist because, you know, it does uh, that way you don't have to think about it. And you could just go through it. And, and I'm sure there's things that are missed in it. And actually, Leanne, you were you were instrumental in putting this together, you know, because you you deal so much in that with all of our clients and making sure that everything gets funded properly, you know, if it's a trust and how those things work, um, but helping the family get through it. And probably the hardest thing to do is to let other people help you. Don't put that on yourself and, and carry all the weight, you know, let your friends and relatives, if they say, what can I do to help? Let them help. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is way overwhelming. And, and sometimes you don't have the benefit of pushing it, off for a long period of time. Sometimes it's something where this paperwork or it's got to be done. It's got to be done. Yeah. And well, um, it's like, you know, in the very beginning, right? That's when you have to, as unpleasant as it is, request how many, the number of death certificates and they're expensive. I, they, they just went up, right? I think they're over there like 15, 20 bucks. Well, I think piece. they're now more than $20. Are they, did they go and up that, even and again? Wow. And, and for that, so we can specifically address that. Sometimes you say we have an average in here of 10, but it's based off of how many accounts and different areas you're going to need to address assets, both, you know, whether it be going to a title place, a lot of places now take copies, but not all. There are especially life insurance. Uh, you got to have that certified. You got to have that certified death certificate. So I'm not saying jump out there and buy 10 because that can be very costly for you. But ask your advisor, ask your estate planner, how many do you think that I need? That's and, right. And they can give you that number. But going back to asking for help, this is big. You're grieving already. Uh, you're you're in a place where you've got so many things to think about. And I, I, having somebody step in and just help you stay organized because 
you cannot possibly handle it all on your own. Even no, if you, you can't. had a large family, it's it's a lot. So Well, I mean, even even with your dad, right? With your yeah. brothers and your sister and as involved as you know, and and all of us spouses, right? Because we're all very close to your dad. And and trying to put it was still even with all that support system, it was still a lot to handle. Yeah. It, there's so many things in that. I don't know how people manage. I have a, a large family. I don't know how people manage it when they're the only one. So it is It is a lot. I'm just going to encourage you, your friends, your church, your family members, it is important that you, that you ask for help. Okay. I've hit that one hard enough. So let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. And, you know, so make sure when that time does come, right, make sure that you get all the papers. Um, you know, if they have, you know, some people have safety deposit boxes, that's where they protect everything. You know, if there's a safe, but make sure that you get all of the, you know, estate planning documents, you know, um, whoever's in charge so that that way you can follow those, those wishes. And, you know, some of the other things you want to do within the first 30 days is, you know, contact Social Security and stop the checks, because if you don't, then you've got to pay it back. Right. And yeah. just um, it, and just keep in mind now with Social Security, it's going to take hours to get through. It is. It's, it's just a very, very long, long process. And then obviously, you know, notify the healthcare agencies, you know, whether it's Medicare or Medicaid, you know, if you're a, a veteran served our country, you know, contact uh, the, the VA, any kind of pensions, payers on pensions and annuities, uh, the DMV, you know, the, the Department of Motor Vehicles. Uh, and, and again, you know, I already said it again, but make sure you're locating the wills, the trust, the insurance policies, the deeds to the real estate and everything else. And, you know, as you know, for you and I to make it easier for our kids, you know, having all that stuff in one place and letting everyone know, hey, this is where it is. That's yeah. that's what's going to be key. Yeah. We talk about these binders and um, we talk about these estate binders or financial planning binders. There's a reason why that binder came to be. It's nice. Everything is together. You can add things in there personally that you want to add in. And you just simply say, when the time comes, this is where everything is. That's right. Um, it, it makes it so that I'm not going to tell you those conversations still don't have to happen, but maybe you can leave some of it to uh, placing it in the binder and just letting them know that you want, you know, at the time you you want them to go to the binder. Yep. So I know this is tough stuff to talk about. It, it's as never it, fun, but it's a reality. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, keep in mind, you know, at the end of the, what we're talking about here, this is just a starting place. So, you know, talk to your advisor, talk to your estate planning attorney, your CPA. Those are great people to get in touch with. Um, if you want this list and you don't have one, you know, just feel free to give us a holler. We'll go ahead and send it out to you. You know, just again, it's whatever we can do to help people because it is a tough time when you have to go through this. That's right. Again, giving our office a call if you have any questions about this con about this subject about paperwork even if you're a not a client of ours we want everybody to be in a better position ahead of this so uh, give our I'm going to go to our website first it is www.egsifinancial.com you can call our office at 614-526-4118 or you can send us an email at info at egsifinancial.com thanks very much Ed hey thanks Leanne <laughs> Hey, what was the last 
time you tested your fitness level, not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance, because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up. And Ed Sedell is here to help you do that with the Retirement Trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for, a happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it down into five simple steps. It's the retirement fitness plan, which he personally created to help clarify key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan at egsifinancial.com. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to the retirement trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. Investment advisory services offered through EGSI Investment Management, DBA EGSI Financial Group, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through EGSI Financial Services, Inc., Ohio license number 1020619. Thank you.